I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. This is the best of the Frank Skinner Show. All the choicest cuts for your delectation. Weekend mornings on Absolute Radio with Trebor Soft Mints working towards a mintier world. Absolute Radio. Um, I went to a health farm. Hmm. Oh, yeah. you'd never have known it to look at you. Well, I know that, but uh, most of the people there were quite fat and had <laughs> condition. Which uh, a lot of what you do, you go and have a lunch there, and everyone's in their dressing gowns. Oh, you keep I, your robe I, I, on. I yeah, I wasn't sure about that. I thought this would be good practice for when I'm. In an old people's home, when we all sit in a circle around the television with our mouths open. Um, but um, my girlfriend loved it. She had like Did 28 she? treatments. And oh. now I can't. I tried to hug her on the way out. She slipped straight out of my ass. <laughs> she was so moisturised. It was like trying to hold a prize winning carp. <laughs> oh, I think oh, we are, oh, sorry, carry on. I was just going to say, I love a health farm. So you like you like health farms? I do you? like health farms. I find the kind of one flow of the cuckoo's nest, wandering around in bathrobes aspect yeah. of it a bit worrying. But last time I went to a health farm, I had a personal trainer for a couple of days. Oh, no, I don't like this. But then he, he sort of chatted me up, he asked me out. He said, are you uh, going back to London? That's, I think that what you actually ordered was a very personal trainer. <laughs> <laughs> No, I wouldn't. Um, he asked for a lift back to London. Well, I used to, when I used to go to the gymnasium in the old days, mm. and I, I stopped going because I was in there once, and uh, a rugby team came in, a whole rugby team, and uh, they still a lot of them have got their shirts on and stuff like they've just come off the pitch, you know. Mm. And uh, one of them, you know, that thing where you're sitting and then you, the weights are sort of stacked up like they're like lit, and then you have to pull down oh yes i know up. that he sat in in that and he was a massive bloke he had they put so much weight on they were scouring the place for more weight <laughs> i was watching I, this is how tragic i was I, <laughs> I i was lifting this uh this like a barbell in the air and i didn't have any weights on <laughs> the weight of the actual bar was was sufficient for me <laughs> they i'm not used joking. you as a weight they, they could they could they could have used me as one of those wedges that keep the weights in i, I mean i would i was it was so masculine I couldn't breathe that I had like testosterone asphyxiation <laughs> anyway when he pulled the thing he had that much weight and he just went up in the air because <laughs> he was the weights were much heavier than him so they started they started holding on to his legs all these men oh. and uh, no no oh, and no. Uh, and they were he was going and going purple and I was lifting me me empty bar and I thought I'm never ever coming to the gym again (laughs) ever and um, I didn't go so a personal trainer's out of the question for me oh yeah also, I found that the people had personal trainers at the gym. They just used to say, oh, so what are you doing tonight? Oh, well, I might go to a club band. And I thought, are you training? Or if you can breathe properly, you're not, you're not pushing You're not it. working. You're not pushing it. Anyway, I, not that I didn't do any training when I was at the health farm. I, I, did, um, I did a class on hula hooping. <laughs> you <laughs> did not. I, I absolutely did. And I'll tell you something, the barbecue ones. <laughs> no, no, you get... Um, Can was... you do it? I've never been able to do that. That's not a fitness well, class. I tell you, my... my hi- Oh, man, my hips. I reckon... Oh, I, I don't want to think about that. Yeah, oh. I reckon if I put some sort of... Say if I put a sort of a toothpaste container into my bottom containing fondant icing, 
I reckon I could do my signature on a, a birthday cake. My, my, <laughs> hips, my hips were so. Um, what loose. did you wear for this? A unitard or something? I didn't wear anything. Oh, God. <laughs> Otherwise, no. the hoop would have kept falling on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, no, I just wore, I wore shorts and a t shirt, you know. And oh. stuff. But um, I, it's, honestly, I thought it, it was. You know, I worked up a sweat hula hooping. I think it's going to be one of my uh, my New Year's resolutions. I'm going to well, get you're going to start doing hula hooping. I'm going to get a hula hoop and uh, not in the you know not in the street. I'm not going to get a hoop and stick. Get to work with it. <laughs> I'm going to get a hula. I'm serious. I'm going to get a. I think hula hooping might be the next uh, big thing. I think people will look back on this show in ten years' time. Uh, well, probably they won't. But and they'll say, just think that he, t- he spoke about hula hooping, and we all thought they're yeah, ridiculous, and now everybody's doing it. Mm. Yeah, so that's my. New what are you going to do, Gareth? What's your New Year's resolution? My New Year's resolution. I'm starting to say my year's resolution before I had actually thought of anything. Oh, okay. my... You're doing that thing. I do that in a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. I go. I'd I like, like the. To, uh... um... And then I point. <laughs> I'm one of those people that point at the menu, which is very, very shabby. Have you thought of one yet? I'm trying to help you out here. Yeah, no. We'll come back to you. Come What's yours, em- Emily? I might take up smoking. <laughs> <laughs> I do, no, hear me out on this. Just because it's far less commercial now, and you know I always like to get get banging on trend with mm. things, so I just think now might be the time. Mm. Far fewer people are doing it. A bit more exclusive. Why not? True. Though, I mean, I, I would wait till after the cold snap was, was <laughs> over because I, I drove through London the other night in in snow, and there were people standing. I just see people standing outside, like I mean, covered in in a blizzard, smoking. It it, it takes incredible standing. You're driving through snow. Wasn't oh, there was as one. Bad as I think mine. there was one man hula hooping. <laughs> Everyone else was out there smoking. Frank Skinner. Radio. Oh, you know, 20 minutes into the new year, I had a row. Did you? Yeah, with my uh, my girlfriend's brother. Oh. No, that's wrong. My girlfriend's <laughs> sister's... Some bloke who was at the house. Well, your boyfriend, according to what you've been uh, saying this morning. Yeah, How many boyfriends have you got? Anyway, we had a big row. I mean, I, oh, dear God. My girlfriend, who'd gone to bed at this point, said yeah. to me, was everything all right last night? I heard shouting. Oh, dear. Uh, and I tried to tell her we were staging a small impromptu Ibsen <laughs> play. <laughs> but no. No, we had a big row about... Uh, well, it's a bit of a... It was whether or not there's a 13th row on aeroplanes. Oh, OK. Yeah. And I said I thought that many aeroplane companies didn't have one because mm-hmm. customers didn't want them to sit in the 13th row. The superstition. Yeah, I don't know quite what the superstition would be based on, the idea that something could happen to you in that row that wouldn't happen to the other people on the plane. Oh, because oh, I was in this plane crash, but it's probably because I was in the 13th row. <laughs> yeah, what about the other people that weren't in the 13th row but were also in the... Anyway... But we had. He said that they, that it was. You know, I'd made it up, and it was rubbish. And then I pretended I was looking at some New Year greetings text, but really I was on my. You weren't iPhone. googling, were you? I was googling. Oh, you. And airplanes. And I said, thing. well, maybe you'd like to read this. You <laughs> <laughs> might find this interesting. Continental Airlines, <laughs> Air Nippon, <laughs> Lufthansa, Air Malaysia. And I, I continued along this, just rattling off. <laughs> but then it escalated because he said, "Oh, I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't say that, that, that no airline." And I said, "Well, no, you did say that because I got you to specify that because I knew I was going to look it up, so I wanted a precise statement that I could tear <laughs> apart." 
And then I said, so... It's not having a row with Rumpole. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, There was some Rumpole involved. (laughs) And then I said, oh, I mean, I got... got, It wasn't a good start to the year. And I said, you know, just admit you were wrong. And he said, okay, I was wrong. I said, now, doesn't that feel better? And he said, no, it doesn't, because I wasn't wrong. And then, of course, then it escalated. It got completely over. I'd already had an argument with my girlfriend just before New Year, because she wouldn't hula hoop. (laughs) My girlfriend's sister You're so hula hoop. demanding. Yeah, but, you know... I what like... do you mean, with an actual hula hoop? What do you think with? No, I, I, I wanted a to hula hoop with a thing. burning Triumph Toledo. <laughs> so, why did you want her to hula hoop? Well, because I, I have this thing. I see New Year's... Fetish when it, when, thing. When it actually becomes New Year, I see it as a bit like St. Swithin's Day. You know, if it rains on St. Swithin's Day, it rains for 40 days and 40 nights, right. apparently. Mm. Well, I always think if if New Year isn't perfect, if that moment of midnightness isn't absolutely perfect, it'll be a terrible year in which horrible I'm a bit thing. with you on that. So, um, my girlfriend's sister hula hooped, and we videoed her. You know, she's quite good at it. And mm. then I hula hooped. That sounds and, a bit creepy. Well, I, oh, no, why did you lovely. video her hula hooping? It's so weird. we could so we could celebrate that we'd gone into the new year in high spirits. Watching a lady hula hooping. <laughs> she's weird, not a lady. <laughs> she's my girlfriend's sister. For goodness' sake. So. And then I hula hooped, and I must say, I hadn't hula hooped that well over the holiday up until that point. But once the video went on, I hula hooped like there was no tomorrow. That's all I needed was a bit of incentive. Um, but then I said to Kath, come on, we're all hula hooping. What fun we're having. Come on, Grace. She said, oh, no, I feel a bit sick. And I said, well, that's typical of you, isn't it? <laughs> I asked you to hula hoop, but oh, I feel a bit sick. I feel a bit sick. What you Why didn't you just hula hoop? And that oh. didn't go that well either. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute. Radio. Tim Keyes, I guess, this morning. Now, Tim, we mentioned that you have a book out. Yeah. Tell, tell us a bit about, about the book. <coughs> there it is. Well, that's not going to work on radio. <laughs> is it not? No, you're going to have to tell us. You're going to have to describe it. Paint your word pictures, you crazy poet man. OK. It's a sort of um, aubergine-coloured affair. Oh, well. <laughs> you can't, one thing you can't judge a book by, I find. Is the colour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's got a rubbish cover, but don't worry about that. Inside is... Um, yeah, art basically. It's absolutely ideal. It's sort of a. It's a. I did a book a couple of years ago, which was uh, poetry, and then as the, as it went through, it kind of um, subsided into kind of nonsense, and the poem sort of became less and less, and it kind of lost its way during the book. And I had like lots of footnotes and sort of discussed this problem, and this one <laughs> sort of starts where that one left off. So it's already lost its way when you start, and it's it's kind of a just a selection of nonsense ideas, just. Uh, not even really knitted together properly, but I've got a designer who designs it, make it makes it look nice, and hopefully that sort of papers over the cracks slightly. And uh, you know, you should go into sales too. <laughs> 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 well, we were reading the book only this morning and laughing out loud. Oh, so good. I think you've—it's—it's uh, it's much better than Tim suggests it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's chaotic. It's, 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 it's good. It's, it's chaotic. Exactly. It's, <clears throat> basically, the way it was written was while I was doing other stuff. Uh, this was kind of my thing where. If you have, like, deadlines, boring deadlines that you have to meet and stuff like that, this was my one thing where I could just sort of go to the pub just for an hour, have a pint, and just write one thing, and did that over about 18 months. So, so you wrote in the pub? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bit, on a fri- or, or a disco, anywhere. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a rave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever have one of those pens with a small torch at the end? So yeah. You can write in a rave. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I'm fascinated. You know these blokes who read in pubs? I don't mean yeah. like the newspaper. The blokes who bring a novel into mm. the pub, and I'm always Just, fascinated. That might be me. I'm trying to think. Have yeah. you ever read a novel in a pub? 
No. That's not. what we're <laughs> reading in a pub. Oh, it no, is. Hence that. Morris' song, Novel in a pub, I know. I no, know. I don't think I'm a novel in a pub type person. Oh, well, I'm glad to hear that. But writing in a pub. pub, I quite like writing in a pub or writing in a cafe. Well, A.E. Houseman. Oh, go on. Um, A.E. Houseman. That's my A.E. Houseman alarm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are whenever... you sure you want to talk about A.E. Houseman? <laughs> yeah, whenever we mention him, uh, there's a Be very, very, very brief news item. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, unrelated. Uh, once, you've, once you've mentioned him the first time on that show, you can, I'll try it again. A.E. Houseman. So it's all right now. Yeah, it's okay. Just that first one. Broken the back it's, of it. Yeah, it always shakes me up a bit. I forgot <laughs> I, hadn't, I, hadn't, I hadn't pressed the... Uh... It sets off all sorts of procedures here. Whenever we say A.E. Houseman, <laughs> yeah. oh, it goes into an emergency code. Yes. You're all saying it now. But anyway, yeah, it's all right. We've got the first one out of the way, don't worry. Um, <laughs> see, he used to... You know, he's this Shropshire poet. He used to go to the pop... <laughs> And he used to have about three or four pints. And then on the walk back, he said he, it, the stanzas would just drop out of him, wow. just from the beer. Yeah. So, uh, are, you, are yeah, you inspired uh, by beer? No, I'm not <laughs> inspired by A.E. Houseman. I kind of, um... <laughs> beer, not A.E. Houseman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, don't misunderstand me. I don't sort of go and get hammered and then... Oh, no, I never suggested that. That's second to it's just like, quite nice sometimes just to have like a, a nice sort of um, pint in a pub and write a bit of nonsense. But do people come over and say, "What are you writing, mate?" Uh, that can happen. Yep, I, I'm honest about it. I'm writing this, <laughs> <laughs> writing a book. <laughs> There's no shame in it. <laughs> no, no, it's a lovely thing to say. This, this is Frank Skinner. This. Absolute Radio. So have you have you made your big decision yet, Emily? My big decision is this with regard to my pet. Yes. Well, I want to buy a pet because I just I got really panicky when I was changing a light bulb the other day in heels, and I thought because I have to wear them to reach because the mean, ladder's not tall enough. Do you mean enough. you were changing one in heels? The no, interior decorating wearing shop. a pair of heels because my ladder's not quite tall enough, so I, I wear see. high heels. And I just have that panicky moment. I think, what if I fell off the ladder in the stilettos or the platforms? And then something terrible happened. Well, at least you'd be found dead in nice shoes. I'd look nice, yeah. yeah. But I, I do panic a bit because I live on my own. And I think at least if I had a pet, it would, like, raise the alarm like Skippy if something bad happened. I wouldn't count on that. Oh, OK. Well, if you got a giraffe, of course, you could get rid of the stepladder. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to get a pet, but I don't want to get something common or garden, like a dog or a cat. So no. I was thinking a fox. I don't <laughs> think... No, but listen. I'd like to say something not common or garden. <laughs> One of the most popular places to see foxes <laughs> in the city. Uh, no, because I, I don't think you can. You, you can, can own a fox. You can degland them so that they don't smell so much. Oh, you can degland them. I've got a special knife for it. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not talking you're, about my hunting and poaching days. You're not going days. near my fox, and I want to get a little soup for it, like Foxy Bingo. No. And I'd have it on a lead. Well, What's I think that's that? all. I think that's probably all right. And I might wax it as well, like because it. Um, no, just because the you tail... You want a naked fox? <laughs> no, horrible. just where it get, the fur gets too rough, because I'd want it All in the right. bed, and I wouldn't want it to be too rough. If you um, wax the fox's <laughs> tail, you'd, you'd, in a way, you'd, uh, you'd rob it if it's an essential personality. You want you? to wax a fox so it's better in bed? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, look, I think, I think we've, got into, we've got into a strange fantasy now. By the way, speaking of strange fantasies, Rhys Shearsmith is on the show very shortly. Hmm. Um, should we call him Rhys Shearsmith from... Um, he is still part of the League of Gentlemen, yeah, but he's doing the psycho But it's all right to say from League. He's not going to come yeah, on and say, why no. keep going on about League of Gentlemen? Yeah. That's my past. Is it gonna, it's not going to no, be like that, is it? a blur, no. no. Someone's just said, forget the pet, take me home instead. <gasps> oh mm, Basil Brush. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's Chris on the M25. You wouldn't, I wouldn't fancy Basil Brush's chances of changing a light bulb. <laughs> you, can, you can, Chris, but you'll need to have your glands removed before. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll need to be waxed. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can keep them. We can put them in a jar for you, but um, you, you can't have them. I, when it was really hot the other day, we, we had a weird thing. We opened our patio doors. Which glands do you remove, by the way? Is it the, the tear glands <laughs> for when it's being waxed? <laughs> <laughs> boom! Boom! <laughs> Too hot for Fox! Sorry. <laughs> We um we opened. I said Fox. <laughs> anyone who's just tuned in, I'm really glad you cleared that yeah, up. Well, I don't want any misunderstanding. <laughs> we opened the door in the lounge, and then we're in a bungalow, so it's all on the same floor to let air through. But in then in the bedroom, Laura said, oh, "I can hear something. Something's come into the lounge." Oh God! Was it a fox? It wasn't a fox. Oh. But yeah, we thought it might be a fox because we hear foxes outside, and they make terrible sounds. Foxes I love it. Night. That's what was I like. It them. Awful. Was it a, uh, guess. Guess. Was it a tapir? It wasn't a tapir. Was it Slender Loris? It was. <laughs> it was. We found. We've got a se- little sequined silver cushion that um, Laura chose. Oh yeah, a tiny Liberace had come yeah. in from the garden and sat on it. <laughs> on this silver cushion, a frog. On a cushion. If you'd have kissed that frog, <laughs> it would have turned into uh, Prince Charles. Incre- Laura can hear a frog. Any fr- everybody from another a frog. room. Have you never seen the really? Budweiser advert? Bum, 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 la la la. Enough singing for one day. Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. It's been an odd morning, hasn't it, in many ways. <laughs> I think I might be having some sort of an aneurysm. Um, so we, we're with, um, I was going to say Reese Witherspoon, <laughs> yeah. and loads of people yeah. would have found in and asked questions about yeah, the shape of her chin. <laughs> and, uh, but we're not we're with Reese Shearsmith yeah, of um, League of Gentlemen fame. Yes, you, you off, look, off. You, if you, if I, Now, I don't mean to be in any way uh, insulting. You're looking oh, a bit God. clammy, Reese. You're sweating up a bit. Right, yeah, well, that's because I hate the sun. Mm. And I just sweat in, in anger of it. <laughs> but isn't it, isn't it beautiful? People no. are happier. Well, I, yeah, no, yeah, people. I am odd, I think, but I hate it. I think I find it's intolerable, insufferable. You just want to get out of it. I try and stay in as much as I can in, in a cool room. My girlfriend's like this. She, um, she like rails. can't find anything good about it. What's good about it? You feel uncomfortable. You you can't do anything because you just fag it out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> leave it. I'm, I uh, I like the opportunity as a 52-year-old man to walk around in shorts and ankle socks because I know that the youth around me are appalled. And <laughs> why should, they, uh, why should their life be endlessly fun? <laughs> when you can present to them what they're going to become. Exactly. <laughs> I actually carry a, a large sign that says, Coming soon, as I, as I walk around the West End. <laughs> no, I do like it. I like it. I was in Greece recently. It was 39 degrees, would you believe? Well, what, could, what do you do? Well, the brilliant thing is, like they do in all these countries, it's not very much. Right, I see. Because yeah. they, d- they get busy in the morning, and then about 12, they think, well, that'll do me for th- three or four hours. Yeah. And then everyone just does nothing, and there's something great about that. Yeah, well, I, don't, I think it's just... Um, I it makes me feel that. like I'm ill. That's what yes. it makes me feel like. You must be a, 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 a very fervent campaigner against global warming. Yes, and that's the other thing, of course. Yeah, it's a nightmare, I think. I'm I mean, afraid, Reese, it's going to get worse <laughs> Yes, <and> worse. <laughs> well, I don't mind when it snows. I love the cold. I love winter. I love, um, from September onwards, I'm That's because it's I'm not happy. hot. Yeah, there's a logic to that. I think you'll find. No, but I like Halloween. But it's going to get hotter. Yeah, I this know. is the tip of. The, that's a terrible analogy. Yeah, not, it's not the tip <laughs> of the iceberg, the iceberg, is it? No. It's the tip of the. That's um, gone, melted away. Yeah, that's that's gone. It's taking several poor polar bears with it. 
but hi. So, um, <laughs> you're, um, you're going to a, a fight today, is that I right? am, yeah, it's my children's <clears throat> school's uh, summer fair today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you just—I I can't imagine you d- going there with. He's your, doing the face paint. Are you doing the face I'm painting? I'm doing the face. I'm on the face painting stall for half an hour. Yeah. Can you imagine what those kids are going to look like? Oh my god! Are they going to be going? Die! <laughs> <laughs> Next one, please. Your mouth now. I might have to clap that. I'm going to shut it. Do you know I did? A, I did a sitcom once, and we we rehearsed and for about three weeks, and then uh, shot it for about three weeks. More than that, perhaps the whole thing was two months. <laughs> and you know, when you hang around in a gang, you have a saying that you all and we were all doing the voice. You right. go, you're my wife. I'm sorry, it's not very good, but mine's a bit more like Zippy from yeah. that right? <laughs> yeah, you're my wife now. What do you think, George? Um, <laughs> and we, our whole period was doing was you doing, doing uh, that. Doing Isn't that. it odd oh, how you weird. touch people's lives? It is, yeah. I mean, that thing was such a strange... You would never have thought that that would have latched on, you know, in, in any way, shape or form. It was just a strange private joke. In case you don't know it, it's a... It's a it, it, well, can you describe it? Well, you should say it's Papa Lazarus. Yeah, one the of the characters called. in The League of Gentlemen was this strange kind of ringmaster circus clown... Um, freaky character that came into the town and he was he had like a black minstrel face but he, and he had this incredibly deep strange voice and, and the revelation was he was taking people's wives away with them in this strange harem it's a very weird um, <laughs> and they were all called story. Dave and, all, and he called everyone Dave yeah. <laughs> but that came from and I've told this story hundreds of times my landlord that I used to share a flat with and he would never recognise me as being part of the tenancy agreement so he would always ring up and talk to Steve <laughs> and if, you, if I was if I answered the phone he was like oh, that's Dave <laughs> no, no, <laughs> stay there. No, no, no speak just. just speak I want to speak to Steve. <laughs> so it was just that, that was. The I could listen to the voice all day. <laughs> we only have this excellent. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. You're my wife now. Yes. Is, what's wrong? Well, can you give me any coaching? It's on not um, guttural enough. It needs no, to be. Yeah. Can I try it? Start. Can I try it? Go on. You're my wife now. Better. <laughs> a bit better, yeah. And I like the sort of slight like, lesbian element. <laughs> <laughs> I, think Gareth, you missed that. I think you missed Gareth, that. Gareth, you'll go. You're my wife. No. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I didn't like the pause. You took I me didn't. by, no, by surprise. Weekend mornings on Absolute Radio. Here's another highlight of the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. With three boss soft mints. Working towards a mintier world. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with um, Emily and Gareth. I, I lost, I, I couldn't keep that straight. It sounded so like a DJ talking <laughs> that I, I just started giggling. So um, I spent the entire night, as far as I can work out, watching Big Brother because I got in. Oh, and so did I. I'd missed the previous night, so I watched that on Sky Plus and then I watched it live and then I watched the later on show. And there were two evictions. There were they? two evictions, yes. I will be very sad, I must say, to say to see Heidi Fleisker. Oh, mm. I loved Heidi. She's Although I have been on the edge of my seat because I tell you what, she's got like, the driest lips I've ever seen on television. <laughs> and do you ever do that thing? You know when you, you're going to sneeze, and you think my lips are so dry. If I sneeze, that they'll split. They'll both split <laughs> like like ripe figs. <laughs> and you go, <gasps> and just when you're on the third, <gasps> you lick your lips really quickly to try and, to try and rescue them. Well, I don't think that would have been enough for um, Heidi. I think Heidi would have had to bring in some sort of men with sprays. <laughs> so one good sneeze and I think the old lot would have opened and goodness knows what would have come out. 
I liked her eviction outfit. She went very low key, didn't she? She just had some old Uggs and tracksuit bottoms. <laughs> no, I like that. You never, they don't do the homeless uh, look normally. <laughs> I mean, she looked like she'd been properly evicted from some sort of council house. <laughs> No, I thought that was that was a good look. I like I'm quite that. glad to see the back of that cat one. Oh no, I didn't like. Oh, that. I didn't. Oh when? no. Oh, she was awful. Where are her eyes as well? And also, like gingerbread men eyes. Uh, she's <laughs> dreadful. <laughs> yeah, she actually got ginger. What do they? What well, are they gingerbread? They put little raisins in them, so hence no eyes. Uh, she sort of went. <laughs> 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 That's the sound I'll always associate her with, and I don't want that around me. That's not a laugh, is it? That's some sort of nervous feeling of silence. <laughs> you imagine, Gareth, you just did that. <laughs> you imagine Ronnie Wood sitting at home, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he's a crow, he's a crow, isn't he? It sounds like I some sort it? of pterodactyl with dyed hair, yeah, suggesting. <laughs> and then doing some joke she does she doesn't get, saying, oh, I can't remember, I said to Mick Jagger, <laughs> I said to Mick Jagger, God, it's terrible, wouldn't it, like, the, the war? And she goes, hmm. I mean, that would have been their home life. There's a great quote from Ronnie Wood in the paper this week saying that, um, you know, he's been seeing another Russian woman while she's been in there, a 26-year-old. Oh, yeah, that, that was only three days, though. Yeah, but he said he just did it to make Katia jealous. Oh. Ronnie obviously doesn't know <laughs> that they don't see the outside news. <laughs> Completely waste of time. So what's your favourite... What's your favourite quote so oh. far? Oh, yeah. I, I love this. That was when... Um, Ivana arrived. Yeah. I said there's two favourite quotes. Okay. When Ivana arrived, she, this she brought in this and en this enormous uh, Louis Vuitton suitcase. It was a wheels. valise. Well, a, a valise. What does yeah. that mean? Well, it's like a suitcase, but it's what people like me say. Yeah, but the, okay, a valise. <laughs> yeah. Just get on with it. And um, and Cisco said, "Man, that's the biggest <laughs> Louis I've ever seen." <laughs> <laughs> So what is the difference between a valise and a suitcase? It's just what it's just a posher name for it. Do you know what I like? I like what Vinny said to Nicola. You know the the sort of page three girl slash wag. Yes. When she said, "Oh, she said I hate it when people call me a wag. I, I don't think I'm a wag." And he went, "No, you're not a wag, love. You're not a wag. Wags go with Premiership players, don't they?" <laughs> yeah. <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a snob. And my other favourite quote was... When, <laughs> this could go on all morning, but yeah. we won't talk about it all day. It was when, when Lady Sovereign, um, she got some argument about food and she'd eaten the mashed potato before it had been liquidised during the sort of old-person special they had in oh, the yeah. week. And she said, God, all, all I had was like, like, a, like a... Just like a cat's paw of mashed potato. <laughs> And that's a fabulous unit of measurement, isn't it? <laughs> I love oh, just just going into it's just a cat's paw or a mashed potato to me. Thank you very much. It's um it's not a very hygienic unit of measurement though. If you it was in a recipe, you have to go and find the cat. Yeah. Yeah, but they're always licking. They're always licking at the that's true. It's funny you should say that though, because my girlfriend was attacked by a, a squirrel this week. Oh wow. I'm not making this Hacked up. by a squirrel. Yes, that's it. That's you've you've summed up the the, the complete <laughs> the complete event in well exactly the same words that I did. Um, she was walking through St James's Park in uh, central London, and um, as, with a friend, Carmen, and uh, this um, squirrel ran encircled her leg on the way up. You know they'd run round the tree trunk, <laughs> went round not the, my girlfriend's legs or anything like a tree trunk. Can I mention Not that? Not remotely like three no. trunks. Very oh, there was, legs. There, there was once that tawny owl that used to live in her behind. 
<laughs> anyway, so, so he, he encircled a, a leg going up, and then he, he sort of hung from one of her buttocks by his claws. Wow. Really? Yeah, she got proper scratches on her legs. It was, uh, yeah. Are you sure these are from a squirrel, Frank? Did you believe oh, God, this I'm story? Oh, God, I thought of that. You think she could be seeing some sort of, <laughs> I'm going to say the word dwarf, on the side. <laughs> Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> Oh, no, I hadn't thought of that. So you've got to be so careful now. I'll have to hire some sort of private detective and, <laughs> and all that. Maybe I could get a weasel <laughs> in, a, in one of those, like, trench coat. No, she had, she had to. She was supposed to go for a tetanus, but her theory was that its claws would have been clean because it's snowing, so they would have somehow <laughs> been sterilised. Oh, she's worked it all out. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily, with Gareth, but most exciting of all with Lee Mack. Morning. Good morning. I'm a bit throaty because um, I did a gig last night and I've had about four hours sleep, so um, I don't want people thinking that you're interviewing Bonnie Tyler. No. <laughs> no. This is me. Not again. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Turn around, bright eyes. <laughs> 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 no, this is me, Tyler. <laughs> it reminds me of our trip across Europe. <laughs> yes. You look like you're, yeah. You look slightly tousled, but yes. I, I like, but it'd be a very nice jacket, if I may say Thank so. you very much. We've been discussing this. Oh, and I did something I've never done before, which is, uh, wore my spectacles for a public engagement. Oh, yeah. I usually wear contact lenses, but I had four hours sleep. I came in, couldn't sleep after the gig, watched Big Brother, drank a bit too much wine. Yeah, you know, I didn't even notice you had glasses on. Isn't that weird? That's what well, they're on face and you're looking at my eyes, I mean... Yeah, exactly. He looks good in them, very statesman-like. Did you not think, because my, my eyes shrink, because I've got... I'm really... I'm minus six and a half, which... You wear glasses, don't you? Yes. Yeah, minus six and a half. You only have to get to eight to get a, an orange sticker for your car. Is that right? Or something well, that's like that. to aim at. Well, it is, you know. <laughs> save me the parking round here. Well, exactly. I had to pay with a credit card. That's all changed, <laughs> isn't it? I came with loose change. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that's very 1986. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm not, no, you're looking very diary of an Edwardian lady. It's the look. <laughs> that's the, it's the look. That's the look. That's what I, I went into Ted Baker and said, "I'd like to look like an Edwardian lady." <laughs> yeah. Follow me, son. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually served by Ted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. So you're on tour at the moment, as you mentioned. It's a big one, isn't it? Yes. It's, it's 90, a, ninety-seven it's, dates. Yeah. Well, you see, we. I, w I was in the uh, the situation comedy, not going out. Yes. And then, uh, sadly, uh, the situation company not going out, it was decided that that wasn't going to be on anymore. BBC decided it was not going out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. Ever again. I was always pushing me luck with that title, wasn't I? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never call a non-broadcast pilot not going out. Yes. <laughs> and, I uh, called one pulled after two series. <laughs> <laughs> it was leading them on. And uh, so I thought, you know, I better, I better book in a tour. So I booked in a, a big tour. Yeah. Then he got recommissioned. So, so now, you needn't have got on tour at all. Well... <laughs> That's sure is what you're implying. Can you, can you suggest there's a certain amount of fund in what I'm doing <laughs> rather than just to pay the mortgage? Yeah. But I've overstretched myself, so I'm booking in a breakdown for August. Oh, that's not bad. Sounds like you're already having it with the red wine and the big brother yeah. before our sleep. <laughs> exactly. But you, I'm, like you know, I'm a control freak, so I book in my breakdowns. I want to know the all <laughs> schedules. I, I have to say, I've never known such a... He asked me about this this guy. Uh, he said, well, do you think this guy would be any good as a tour manager? Lee said to me. And I said, well, I've only ever done this, a show with him where I don't yeah. tour. He does the show. He can make a show happen, but I don't know if he can book hotels and do the driving. And Lee says, oh, I'll, I'll be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I've booked my own hotels. I mean, yeah. who does that? But, no, I've tour. learned to let go. I'm letting him book the hotels, but actually, I'm saying I'm letting go. I said, I said, you book them, but 
come up with a short list of three for each night. <laughs> And then send it to me and I'll choose one from the three. So I feel like I'm letting go a bit, but I still- I'm still driving my tour manager around. And for, what, <laughs> Are you really doing the driving? Yeah. Of course that is weird. Yeah, yeah, of course I am, because if he drives, he'll- you know, it's not me, is it? So therefore it'll crash. I'm not yeah. an idiot. <laughs> and d does he feed you the red wine or do you reach across <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, you know, I, I don't- I don't drink whilst driving. Obviously. No, okay, no, fair no, enough. No, obviously I'm not- I'm not a fool. I, I do that before I get in the car. I'm not <laughs> Nobody does that anymore. I mean, it, no, when, I was, it, when I was a teenager, that was a big thing, drinking and driving. Oh, well, it was a thing to Yeah, there's no thing, and rightly so, it has changed. Bizarrely, in the 1970s, drinking and driving was just considered cheeky. Yeah, you know, exactly. And, right, and rightly so, it's changed. <laughs> yeah, it has. You know what I mean? Let's all make it clear that uh, it, we think it's a No, it's good changed thing. for the better, without a doubt, yeah. I, indeed. Uh, and I, I also said to Lee, um, what's the hotels? And you, you said to me, I don't know if you did this, you, you were on about booking um, a house sort yeah, of in, the, in the centre cottage. You said, I want a nice open fire. We're on yeah. tour, right? We're talking open about going on fire. tour. An open fire. Yeah. <laughs> and I turned up with someone in my tweed jacket. Yeah, I saw those two red setters in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. Are they you get your farm. No, I like uh, I like a cottage. It's better than uh, it's better than uh, it's better than a hotel because you you wake up and you've got like a feeling of being in a house, haven't you? Mm. You know. Yeah, but I, I like somebody you, you like hotels, making the yeah. bed and all that. Yeah, I like hotels. Yeah, but your flat, your flat's like a hotel. It overlooks the Thames, and it's like a. I can, I can imagine. I've not been in it, but I can imagine it being hotel-like. You know, I mean, I bet there's chocolates on the bed every night. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio, Lee Mack. I think that's all the basic ingredients that I, you need to know. I, I put my headphones on then because I thought that finished suddenly, didn't it? Or did you? Did you just stop it? Having no, enough no, of no, it did. Does it, it just, stop like that? It does stop. Just oh, like I that. thought you'd be really unprofessional. I thought I've had enough of this. Just turn <laughs> it off. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd just come. I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> I do have those moments, but I've never actually, I've never actually curtailed one. Yet. Oh, yeah. Generally right. speaking, absolute. They're playing such good music. It's okay. So you've got the permanent gig, Frank, don't I, you? I know, you know that. Just do that sort of talk. <laughs> so, if you're doing a, a, a tour with 97 shows... I said this last time and I'll say it again, you're the only person in Britain who has two syllables for tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, you know, you're on tour. Uh, you're on yeah. tour, yeah. And oh, that's so, a good impression, Lee, I like I, that. I know, I, I spent a lot of time with Frank. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> were you, um... Were you not tempted to add the other three and make it around 100? Because that would have been a good publicity thing, wouldn't it? The, the 100. Lee Max 100. I hadn't even thought of that. Oh. But now, I am so annoyed at myself for not doing that now. I'm not well, you could still add, you could add three gigs. Yeah, but it's not the same now, is it? All the publicity's gone out, spent a fortune on advertising. Well, you can always come back on and say, guess what? <laughs> We're doing three other gigs. Do you know, my, I'm so addled with my, I'm so obsessed with darts. If anyone ever says a number now, I always think of it as a checkout. Like when you said 100 then, I immediately thought, treble 20 tops. <laughs> <laughs> and when, and when you said 97, in my head I was thinking treble, treble 19 tops. So as long as it's a finish, I don't mind. Well that's because you have the most working class pedigree of any comic that's ever lived. Can I just read this out from it's the- the backhanded compliment I've ever <laughs> had in my life. Listen to this, as a kid lived above a pub in Blackburn, after yeah. leaving school he worked in a bingo hall, yeah. and as a stable boy, and then became a blue coat at Pontins. Yeah, you forgot- Hang <laughs> on, you, you, you haven't mentioned, the, cl you mentioned the clog factory. <laughs> <laughs> have you arrived in a time machine from the- <laughs> like, like, You yeah, should have been doing musical. I've had, I've had an old school upbringing into showbiz, haven't I? You yeah. certainly have. Yeah, the pontins, bit of pontins, bit of bit of bingo calling. Yeah. So living above the is that where the darts thing came in? Living above darts the darts. I used to stand on a stool. I wanted to be a professional darts player. I spent a year once on the dole, playing darts ten hours a day. Ten hours. Meant I was obsessed. 
You know, you've often told your stories and, and stuff about your drinking. Right? Yes. About it was your obsession. Yes. We'll replace that with darts. That was my thing. Well, I, darts is better for you, I think yeah. I'm fine. Well, yeah. Well, the two are like, goes, links. It goes quite hand yeah. in hand. <laughs> 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 so what it was, was I used to, I got, I got really good. I really did. I got abs- I, you know, I, I was practicing all day. And then I joined a pub team. And I went to pieces. I couldn't play in public. And I came to the conclusion that every time I would throw in my bedroom, I'd get on the bed, walk across, take the darts out the board, walk off the bed. So I was spending all day up on the bed, off the bed. So I couldn't play without the bed in front of me. So I thought if I could take the bed to the pub and just put it in front of the dartboard and replicate the home situation. <laughs> but apparently that's not in the rules. You're not no, allowed you to. No, you can't. You can't, can't replicate. Put... I mean, I think you'll find you get nothing in this game for two in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's darts themed. That was darts themed. Don't you just love darts? Who I do like? actually I'm love darts. Have, like... have you heard of darts? Yeah, Phil the Power Taylor, <laughs> love it. <laughs> Phil the Power Taylor's my favourite. I yeah, watch darts all the time. That's the other lot. That's the Sky lot. <laughs> about the BBC One darts. So, oh, okay. so how come? How that's come? like the Coca Cola. You see, basically, the BBC One darts is, I think, is not quite as good as the Sky, but I prefer oh. it for that. It's like the Championship as opposed to the Premier League. Mm. But you get a slightly more old school type of darts player on that one. You know, the, yeah. sort of, the big lads. Yeah. Because you know they can't drink now anymore. Really? Well, you can't drink on, on telly like they used to. They used Is to that people. right? Yeah, you can't drink and smoke like they used to. So what happened, they thought that would be good, but what they do, apparently, they're just all backstage before they come <laughs> on. Get leathered and they come They should on. have drips. They should have... <laughs> you know, you can get those drips on a trolley and, and the backless gown. Yeah. <laughs> that. That, would get, that would give it a bit of edge, wouldn't it? <laughs> so has there been a celebrity darts TV show? I'm sub- I mean, oh, apart from I am holding oh, out. there should be. I'm holding out for it. That'd be great. You should be the host. You'd oh, be the, be you'd be the man. I, I want to play. I like the idea, because we did. Uh, we used to do Comedians Darts every year, the Last Laugh Cup. I won it three times. Of and uh, <laughs> comedians would come and play in the Last Laugh Cup. And we set it up once where we had a big screen and we had a close-up, like they do on the telly, of the board, and then on the split screen, on the other one, the player throwing it. But every time the dart landed, you couldn't see the dart because everyone was rubbish. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was way away from the treble <laughs> And every now and again you see a little bit of a flight in the You corner. could just hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Would have been a great radio fun, show. Fun. <laughs> so, who else is good at darts in the comedy world? Well, me and Tim Vine are probably the ones that always compete for this particular trophy. Okay. Yeah, but, uh Mainly me and him. Got... <laughs> <laughs> is anyone else in it? There was one year. There was one year where there was three of us turned up for the trophy, and the other fellow wasn't very good. So me and Tim just played best of eleven. It's a bit sad. In your bedroom. Because when I started that story, <laughs> I when I started that story, you were going to go. Oh, we were, oh, they were all. Uh, <laughs> did it, did Frank Carson, Dave Bedil. Oh, it was. Oh, no, David Bedil playing dark. No, I can't imagine that. No. no. I can imagine that you and Tim Vine. Uh, carrying your bed in before <laughs> it started. That'll do. Just leave it there, Tim. That's, that's perfect. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. And I did. I tell. I did. Um, I tell you, I did the photo shoot for the new Absolute advertising. Oh, did you? It's a three-way thing. Right. It's, it's, it's me, the OC, and Dave Gorman. So it's the three of us standing oh. in a bathroom. Strange triumph. Looking, looking like three men who live together in a shave in the morning. Oh that's how it goes. But it was there was it was very. How'd it go? Well, the photographer was was brilliant actually. Okay. He's, he's very famous. Um, he does lots of big billboard things. Um, he did that food fight one for Channel Four with anyway. Oh, I know with Gordon yeah. Ramsay. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. very good. But um, it, we weren't lined up, and he kept saying, "Okay, so if you, uh, Chris, if you want to just stand the crowd," and I was thinking, "Who's who's Chris?" And uh, I don't think any more of it. And Christian said after about 10 minutes in 
if he calls me Chris again, I'm going to have to say, nobody calls me Chris. You know, <laughs> Christian is my name. And oh, God, the OC, the OC's having a bit of a moment. If you want to shorten it, you have to call him Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I got, I got very tense every time the bloke said Chris after that. It was like somebody was punching me in the stomach, because oh. I was waiting for the explosion. So anyway, we had a, sm- a small break, and, um... And, and Christian was saying, I, I, I really, I can't cope with this. And then when we got back, the bloke was saying, so, Christian, would you like to start? And clearly, <gasps> someone had had a someone word. Someone had had I a word. It. I loved it that someone had had a word. I think, fair enough. Why yes. should the OC be called that? Oh, I was with the OC. Yeah. We, we, were, we were a triumvirate on the day. We got on like a house on fire. Laugh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, it was... So I, do you look nice in these pictures? I was a nightmare, I'll be honest with you. I really got stroppy. Nothing changes. This Why said, what about if you stand in the bathroom and someone hits you with a baguette on the head <laughs> to wake you up? And I said, a baguette in a bathroom? That doesn't make sense. I said, well, let's give it a go. And I walked out. And this is terrible. This is me getting started. I said, I just want to know. There was like 20 people there. Oh, I feel sick to. thinking about you doing And this. I said, I just want to know whose idea that... Can, whoever oh. idea that... Can you raise oh, your hand? Frank! This bloke raised his... From the advertising... You didn't agent. say raise your hand. Yes. So this bloke from the advertising agency owned up. And I said, right, now... Would you get a baguette in a bathroom? Oh. I said, maybe if you worked at Greg's. But <laughs> would you ever get a baguette in a bathroom? A loofah said, would have been the perfect thing. Yeah, it? I said that. I hadn't got a loofah. He said, well, I was just looking around for things. I said, were well, you looking around? And he said, yeah, I thought there was a baguette over there. I said, well, over where? And he showed me. And I said, well, and that, right. And is that a bathroom? <gasps> so it was all You like sound that. like you were insufferable. Yeah, and then I said to the photographer, are you the real photographer? Or is the photographer tied up in a cupboard going... Mm! <laughs> so I was, um, we all, we got completely starry. It was brilliant. <laughs> Dave Gorman was very nice. Did he do anything starry? No, he was very, oh, he was very he humble and sweet. And then somebody uh, from the advertising agency, I, I said, oh, did you brainstorm these ideas? He said, we don't brainstorm anymore. He says, we have an ideation. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Okay. And uh, he said, blah, blah. Someone's official title was actually Head of Ideation. The, the Ideator. It's like yeah, the Terminator. Oh, and he said there was a period in between um, Brainstorm and idea- Ideation <laughs> um, when we used to talk about um, idea showers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different world. It's a completely different world. By this point, the, the OC had him by the throat. <laughs> he, was all, he was virtually uncontrollable. <laughs> now, we had a lovely day. I'm looking forward to seeing the, the pictures. They made us look like we just got up first thing in the morning, so they made us look Oh, that old. must have been a challenge. Oh, <laughs> shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> was for the OC. You, you turned up looking immaculate. We just, you know... We the just OC don't. makes an effort with his appearance. No, he does. That's true. He's, I think he's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute what a week I've had. Why? Well, I mean, what a week! What, well, who are you, Ed Miliband? I've, I think um, not. Uh, in a way, we're all Ed Miliband, for he's every man. I'm David. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you are David. Yeah. You're right, you've got that bitterness in your eye. <gasps> um, so, uh, yeah, well, last Saturday I went to the Emirates Stadium to see West Bromwich Albion beat Arsenal. Oh, right? yeah, oh, you did that. very well, and didn't on you? On Monday I went up to Manchester, did two episodes of Question of Sport. Yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah, I can, actually. Don't they use it? Usually it's sports people, isn't it? Oh, well, they've changed, they've changed all that. I'll, I'll tell you well, later, let's not go into it. Then I had a, an official tour of a London library. 
on oh. Tuesday. I went to see Placebo Live. Wow. Yeah. I went to the um, new Gauguin exhibition at oh. Tate Modern. I saw Caroline O'Connor live, the, uh, the, the show girl. Yeah. I had uh, cosmetic surgery. I went to the uh, Tate. What? I saw some Turner paintings. Hi, you had cosmetic surgery. Shut up. I saw Michael Caine. I don't care about Michael Caine. You had cosmetic surgery. Cosmetic surgery. Don't lie. No, I didn't. I did. They are lovely breasts. (laughs) (laughs) No, just try. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, not, really, too, not too hard. Really realistic. Yeah, Hi. I find I I think they've they've filled them a bit too much. You know, it's like you know when you have too much tobacco in your pipe <laughs> and you so- and you can't get any. It's like that. They're no, like, Frank, you didn't really perfect. have like cosmetic surgery. Bicep. The one on the left, you like a clenched bicep. No, perfect. I w- Frank, it's, it's like been there you didn't really have cosmetic surgery. I did have. I had. Are I'm you joking? Yes. That is disgusting. No, I'm not. I'm, sorry, I'm not joking. Uh, that is absolutely disgusting. What is that disgusting? What, what have you had done? I think it was that pencil you gave me that said, what would Emily do? (laughs) (laughs) Funny. I, um... No, I'm not... I'm not normally a man who cares much about... I mean, if I took my shirt off now, you'd see that I have a chest like a... like a webbed toast rack. You can imagine such a thing. But I started to get... I noticed I got these sort of veins in my nose. Oh, I was going to get... Well... What was you going to get? Well, I thought it was a facelift. I'm not a being rude. <laughs> well, no, just a small tuck I oh, thought no. you might have had. Like, no, or an endoscopic brow lift, maybe, I thought you'd had. Oh. But then I was... Lo- mm, you see, you do look quite fresh-faced. Something looks mm. different. Maybe you'd had a wart removed. Well, maybe, maybe, when I explain. Okay. I, I noticed these these veins had started appearing in my nose. I'm going to be straight about mm. this, right? Mm. It was looked a bit... If you can imagine a papier-mâché nose... But the paper for the papier-mâché was just pages of the A to Z. Oh, yeah. So you could see various... A lot of A and B yeah, roads. A lot of, yeah, exactly. Mm. And I just wanted... I said, just take the A roads. I, I'm all right mm. with the side streets. But it was... I'll tell you what I think. When I, when I, if you can imagine my face about four foot high... Oh, with God. a slit where the nose was, right? So there's no nose. They're just a hole. And then Madonna put her el- knelt and put her elbow... <laughs> through the slit so her forearm becomes the bridge of my nose can you picture that mm. oh yeah very easily well, that yeah. was the sort of heavy veining i was getting and i thought i can't also it makes you look like a drinker and the very oh, yes. idea frankly well, i wonder if it was that coming through late no it is so i went i went to see uh, a doctor and he said uh, you're so <laughs> clever because i saw there was wordplay but it was it was about vanity oh uh, yeah or you're so veined. Mm-hmm. You're so veined. Do you see? And uh, and so he he basically zapped me. Frank, I can't believe it. I know it's terrible. You see, in my line of work, you can get away with ugly, but people don't like grotesque. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best of the Frank Skinner show. All the choicest cuts for your delectation. Weekend mornings on Absolute Radio with Tree Boss Soft Mints, working towards a mintier world.